Hello everybody, I'm Sean and welcome back to the Croc Time Podcast, delivering weekly updates on markets and geopolitics, providing you with valuable insights and unique perspectives on events and trends shaping the world. Today's episode will explore the renewable energy industry and its challenges. By first briefly going over the history of energy transitions, we will then explain what makes the renewable energy revolution different from the previous ones. At the end, we will analyze the major challenges and concerns related with renewable energy. I have to warn you though, that it may lead to quite a few doubts about the sustainability of renewable energy. Ready? Great, so let's cut to the chase. For millennia, the primary energy source was biomass, which included wood and dung. Then, during the late 18th century, in the midst of the Industrial Revolution, biomass was substituted by coal. The advent of steam engines powering factories and transportation led to incredible social changes. A population which had been agrarian for tens of thousands of years transitioned to factories, mass-producing textiles and other materials. We have to jump forward about a hundred years to witness another great energy revolution, the transition from coal to oil and gas. Oil and gas offered greater energy density and versatility. The development of the internal combustion engine led to widespread use of oil for transportation, while gas was mainly used for heating and electricity generation. Unlike biomass, coal didn't disappear. It just took a slight backseat and still remains an important and cheap energy source. Another 50 years go by, and in the mid-20th century, nuclear power started to become a significant energy source due to its highly concentrated and efficient energy density. Even though it did scale significantly, especially in certain countries, its widespread adoption was complicated by safety and cost concerns. Nuclear energy was, and still is, associated to the development of nuclear weapons, contributing to its negative image. Since the late 20th century, the popularity of topics such as the environment, climate change, pollution, and finite fossil fuel reserves grew tremendously. All these concerns have led to an ever-increasing interest and significant investments in renewable energy sources such as solar, wind, hydro, and geothermal. Advancements in technology have made renewable energy sources much more economically viable than decades before. This trend has accelerated in the 21st century and into the 2020s with the onset of ESG concerns and increasing climate change effects on the planet. For these reasons, the renewable energy push is often associated with the latest energy transition currently underway. Even though it might seem like just another energy revolution, we should stop for a second and focus on what makes the renewable energy transition different from the ones beforehand. First of all, previous transitions were primarily driven by economic considerations while also increasing energy availability and efficiency. Today's transition is primarily driven by strong environmental needs, mainly to address climate change. 
Secondly, earlier transitions occurred more regionally, while the current transition is a global phenomenon. In fact, we are seeing widespread global cooperation given the interconnectedness of the world economy. Thirdly, information and awareness are playing a much bigger role today. In the past, information dissemination was slow and public awareness was almost entirely absent. In today's world, one could argue there is too much information around us all the time. Furthermore, historical transitions often centralized energy production, with large power plants distributing energy over extensive grids. The renewable energy trend focuses heavily on decentralization, as solar and wind are put in the best places to leverage natural phenomena. Interestingly, governments are playing a much bigger role in today's energy transition. In the past, while governments did play a role, market and economic considerations were the primary drivers. Lastly, past energy transitions were mostly top-down, driven by industry and some government decisions. Today's renewable energy transition is very bottom-up and has seen enormous public participation. Communities and movements are popping up everywhere to protect the environment and the future of our planet. Nowadays, zero carbon emission goals are driving government decisions and investments in renewables are accelerating at a very fast pace. But are renewable energy sources really the only solution for our future energy system? Even though we are all focused on long-term goals of zero net emissions, it's important to acknowledge and be aware of the challenges and problems associated with this shift. These challenges cast a shadow over the viability of the energy transition currently underway. Let's explore each of these concerns one by one. The first one is probably the biggest, and it is renewable energy's intermittent nature. Coal, oil, and gas can produce energy at any time of day, whenever is needed by end consumers. Solar, wind, and hydro depend entirely on weather conditions. Without effective energy storage or backup systems, the reliability of the energy grid is compromised. Sweden's wind power production in October of 2023 has fallen to an all-time record low, running at only 26% of capacity. The second challenge is related to energy storage capacity. Given renewable energy's intermittent nature, energy storage needs to be expanded tremendously, especially to use during periods of low renewable generation. Current technologies, such as batteries, face severe limitation when it comes to scalability, cost, and efficiency. For these reasons, battery technology is now a key focus of research. Sodium ion, zinc ion, and solid-state batteries have recently emerged as possible solutions, but only time and additional research will determine their success. The third major concern is related to resources and supply chains. You need a lot of renewable energy to produce electricity. 
To build all these renewable energy technologies, you need a ton of specific materials, such as rare earth metals. Each wind turbine needs hundreds of kilos of steel, plastic, copper and aluminum, just to name a few. Wind turbine blades need various petrochemical materials, which are derived from oil. Mining and processing these commodities, which we will need in ever greater quantities, raise other environmental and social challenges. In addition to this, the rise of ESG investments has channeled funds away from oil, gas and mining because they are labelled as controversial industries. The reality is that we need mining and oil and gas for this transition. Supply chains could become strained as we ramp up production of renewable energy and need ever greater amounts of materials. Wind turbine manufacturers such as Orsted and Vestas are all encountering massive supply chain issues. Geopolitics is also playing a role in this. Alliances and partnerships are leading to shifts in the procurement of natural resources. Just think how much Europe had to scramble to find alternative energy suppliers after Russia's invasion of Ukraine. Transmission is another major challenge. Renewable energy sources depend on geographical location, climate and weather. Connecting these new renewable sources to the grid is a big issue in terms of costs and efficiency. The entire electricity grid was built for continuous energy from fossil fuel sources located in one single location. Transitioning the grid and connecting it to remote locations, which sometimes don't even produce energy, represents incredible logistical problems. We would need to invest in new transmission lines, but also renovate legacy lines for smooth integration with these new energy sources. This means we would have to maintain fossil fuel capacity for a just-in-case scenario, when the wind doesn't blow or the sun doesn't shine. Costs is another challenge. While solar, wind and other renewable energy costs have fallen significantly in recent years, overall costs of installation, maintenance and grid enhancements are still very high. To install a large-scale solar power system, installation costs are still double to triple to those of a new gas-fired plant. According to the Energy Transition Council, we would need to invest 3.5 trillion US dollars every year to reach net zero by 2050. So far, since the start of the renewable energy transition, which has been going on for decades, we have spent only $4 trillion. The sad truth is that these $4 trillion have managed to decrease the worldwide percentage of fossil fuel use in the energy system from 83% only to 81%. Much more needs to be done, and it is puzzling where all this money will come from. Finally, we have a residual category of challenges, which we can group together. These include land use and environmental impact, as well as energy density. 
Renewable energy infrastructure, such as wind and solar farms, require significant land use. One issue is climate change itself. The life cycle of these new renewable energy sources is originally stated at between 25 and 30 years. But the reality is that the increasing severity of weather has significantly reduced this. Hailstorms, tornadoes, hurricanes and floods can reduce the appeal of investing so heavily into renewable energy as one storm can destroy it all. The final challenge is related to energy density, which refers to the amount of energy stored or produced per unit of volume or mass. Nuclear power has the highest energy density of them all. A single kilogram of enriched uranium releases energy equivalent to burning millions of kilos of coal. Wind, solar and hydropower generally have lower energy density compared to fossil fuels. This is the reason why wind and solar farms need to be built extensively over large areas to capture sufficient energy. Hydro has the highest energy density of renewables, but it is dependent on the flow of water. Based on everything we have said so far, you might think I'm not a huge supporter of renewable energy. However, I would strongly disagree. Renewable energy sources do offer benefits, such as decentralization. They do play an important part in the energy transition and will certainly play an important role in the future energy system. But today, we can't say that they represent the solution. We would need significant advances in energy storage technology along with improvements in the efficiency and viability of renewable energy sources. It is essential for current policymakers to address these challenges, especially because the costs associated with this transition are often hidden in the details. The blindness of current policymakers in Europe is leading to a significant anti-green backlash led by the extreme right, which is gaining widespread support. Global energy consumption is forecast to continue to increase and is showing no sign of slowing down. Unstable and expensive renewables with a poor energy density don't seem like the right solution we need now. Given the current challenges in renewable energy, I don't believe there is a strong case to continue to pour hundreds of billions of dollars into them. It is weakening our energy system and making us more prone to energy crises. The need for an energy transition is real and necessary, but the solutions which have been proposed so far are completely inadequate. I'll finish off with a quote I like, which is, the pace of human advancement is a function of the availability of cheap and abundant energy. Renewable energy will not always be available and is not cheap now. I rest my case. Thank you, and I hope you enjoyed this episode of Cog Time. Please leave a review and follow me wherever you get your podcasts, and I'll be back next time with more insightful research.